So today, I'm going to keep reading from my very first book, The Easiest Way. And um, here, uh, since I got so many compliments, you know, and people saying, oh, we love that you read from your books. So today I chose uh, chapter two. What is a problem? A problem is only a problem if we say it is. And a problem is not the problem how is not the problem. How we react to the problem is the problem. Okay, so who said that? We did that in Spanish. Let's see, you guys. Who said a problem is only a problem if you say it is, and a problem is not a problem, how we react to the problem is the problem. Who said that? Kiki, do you know? Bubbles, Estrella, Ilona, Maria Eugenia, Mylen, or Mylen. Anybody knows who said that? That the problem is not the problem. Ijaliakalaritesh. More, bien, very good. Ijaliakala, <laughs> yes. So Dr. Ijaliakala, you learned said that. Dr. Len Graney, thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Okay. There is a Zen uh, proverb that says, you cannot stop birds from flying around your heads, but you can prevent them from making nests in your hair. Do I need to repeat that? There is a Zen proverb, proverb that says, you cannot stop birds from flying around your heads but you can prevent them from making nests in your hair. Okay? So the problem is not a problem. It's not about denying ourselves or about not giving in to the temptation of paying attention to them. It is about discovering who we are. When we do, we evolve and we feel an inner freedom so that these things can no longer distract us, or I would add, bother us. Our subconscious has stored all our memories. While these memories are asleep, arranged in our memory bank, they are not a problem. The people that appear in our lives, the visits to certain places, or the situations in life, awaken these memories. In that way, the memories convert themselves into thoughts and manifest themselves. That's why it is very important to know that in reality, people appear in our lives to give us another opportunity. What is that opportunity? It is to make ourselves 100% responsible and say, I'm sorry, please forgive me for whatever is going on in me that is creating this. We know that is Ho'oponopono. Have you ever noticed that every time there is a problem, you are always there? If the topic had not been inside of you, you would not be capable of perceiving it. Problems are simply a repetition of our memories. They are like information that is recorded on an audio tape. When the tape begins to play, we think it's real. 
Problems repeat themselves because they, uh, when they appear, we react and hold on to them. We don't stop thinking about the problem, and so we get trapped. We attract even more problems when we could simply choose to let it go. Have you noticed that we only think obsessively when a problem arises? Once the vicious circle uh, cycle begins, we forget that we have the power to stop the recording. In this book, The Power of Now, Eckhart Tolle, Tolle says, the mind can never find the solution, nor can it permit itself to be found by you. Because the mind itself is intrinsically part of the problem. Yeah? And what we do when we have a problem? We think. Many times the tape is playing, but the volume, or volume, volume, is low, low. We are not even aware of it. However, the subconscious is always playing the tapes. That's why it's so important to assume 100% responsibility. Only in that way do we understand that it is just us and our recordings, our thoughts, and our programs. Let's take the example of a slide projected onto the wall or on the screen. We know perfectly well that when, when though we see the image projected on the wall or the screen, it is not there, but instead inside the machine. The same occurs with our problems. When they appear, they are only a projection of what is going on inside of us and not outside. Despite this, we spend our lives trying to change the screen. The problem is not out there. We are always looking for the solution in the wrong place. It is very important to remember that the problems, the situations, and the people do not exist outside of us like we perceive them, but that our perception is simply a reflection of our thoughts. The problems are not what we think they are either. We never know what is really going on. The problems are always opportunities. We must realize that we have an effect on the event of the problem and that we have created this. This is, in fact, good news, given that if we are creating it, we can change it without depending on anything or anyone. There is a story that tells in the... Uh, tells that in, the in a village, there was a very poor elder man who was envied uh, even by kings for the beautiful white horse he possessed. The kings offered him enormous quantities for the horse, but the man would say, for me, he's not a horse, he's a person. Um, and how could a person or friend be sold? He was a poor man, but he never sold his horse. Okay. The story continues, but I'm going to drink a little bit of coffee because remember, I'm on my intermittent uh, fasting. <laughs> so I need some coffee right now. 
So after I finish this, I, it's, I, I can start eating. Whoopee. Okay. So, he was a bomber. One morning, he discovered that his horse was no longer in the stable. The whole village convened, saying, Stupid old man, we knew that someday they would steal your horse. It would have been better if you had sold it. What a shame. Let's not get it carried away, said the old man. Let's just say that the horse is not in the stable. That is the fact. Everything else is your judgment. It is, if it is a misfortune or good luck, I don't know. Because this is merely a fragment. Who knows what will happen tomorrow? The people laughed at, at him. They had always thought the old man was a little crazy. But after 15 days, one night, the horse returned. And he, had not, he has not been stolen, but had escaped. And not only that, but he had brought with him a dozen wild horses. Once again, the people convened, saying, You were right, old man. It was not a misfortune, but good luck instead. Once again, you are getting carried away, said the old man. Say only that the horse has returned. Who knows if this is good luck or not? It is only a fragment. You are reading only a word of the whole sentence. How can you judge the whole book? This time the village could not say no more, but inside they knew that he was wrong. Twelve beautiful horses had arrived. The old man had a son who began to train the horses. A week later, he fell off a horse and broke both of his legs. The people once again convened and judged. You were right again, they said. It was a misfortune. Your only son has lost the use of his legs. And at your age, he was your only support. Now you are poorer than ever. You are obsessed with judging, said the old man. Do not carry, get carried away. Say only that my son has broken both his legs. Nobody knows if this is a misfortune or good luck. Life comes in fragments, and we are never given more than that. This is so important because we are always listening to, to this part, yeah, to the intellect, that the radio, you know, that doesn't stop. That doesn't have, like Eckhart Tolle said, it's, part of the, it's not part of the solution, and it doesn't have the whole information. It doesn't, it never knows, but it thinks it knows. A few weeks later, the country went to war, and all the young people from the village were called to the army. Only the old man's son was spared because he was injured. The whole village would cry and complain because it was a hopeless war. And they knew that most of these young people would not return. You were right, old man. It was good fortune, although crippled. Your son is still with you. Ours are gone forever. You are still judging said the old man. 
Nobody knows, say only that your sons have been forced to join the army and that my son has not been forced. Only God knows if it is a misfortune or good luck for this to occur. You know, I was telling, um, I was sharing uh, in my Spanish um, life um, that I have the cases, it always surprises me, yes? Because, for example, let's say that I put um, New Jersey, okay, in July, yes? And people already are saying they cannot come. Already they tell you, I cannot afford it, whatever, yes? I mean, we we don't realize how powerful we are, how powerful we are. If I say I cannot come, I cannot come. And I'm saying that, what, two months in advance, three months in advance. So you understand how important it is that that we don't have opinions and judgments. And many times we just have to say, God, if this is for me, you show me how, because I don't know, I don't have any idea where the money is going to come or whatever. But you have to give the possibility. If you already say no, if you already say this person can, it will never change, guess what? It will never change because you are always right. So it's so, that is why it's so important that we work on our spiritual part, you know, that we really reconnect with, with the power inside of us, we are not going to find it outside. We are not going to be happy when the other person changes or when we win the lottery or whatever because it's not there what we are looking for. Okay. Now, how many of you remember my story with the teachings of the Buddha, the book? Where did I find it? Let's see. Let's see how many <laughs> know that because they read, uh, they heard me or whatever. Kiki said, thank you for the English present. Um, thank you. And, and I always can do things in English, Kiki, if you ask me, if I have enough people. Because sometimes, you know, I do it and then people don't show, show up in English. So, you know, whatever. I Like, you know, the same thing that I don't do many things in U.S. My work is always where they call me and they call me from outside the U.S. So, whatever. Okay? So, God knows. So, I just go. Remember, I don't set goals. I, I know I want to do U.S. Okay. I don't have work in U.S. That's okay. Okay. So, anybody that knows where I found the my the book of the teachings so in the hotel to Japan. No, it wasn't Japan, but it was close. Thank you, Yasenka. In the in Korea, in, in South Korea, in the hotel in South Korea. Well at least somebody, okay. <laughs> okay. So the story is like this, since nobody's saying, I guess most of you don't know. So I was in a trip in that, at that moment, it was kind of a business trip. I was an accountant, remember? And um, and it was like kind of a networking thing, whatever. And we went to Thailand. We went to South Korea. And when we get to South Korea, we were going to be there for only a couple of nights. And I found in the nightstand, 
uh, next to the bed, um, the, teaching, the book of the teachings of the Buddha. Like, you know, usually you have the Bible there or something, but the teachings of the Buddha. So I pick up the book and I said, oh, I'm sure. Um, okay, Ritesh, I'm saying the story. So I said, um, I'm sure I, I will want to read the whole book, but I don't have enough time. So I said, okay, I'm going to open it and just read whatever, you know, page I open. And what I read in that page was so touching, so important that I included it in my first book, The Easiest Way. And I'm going to read it to you right now. But the story doesn't end there. I, I keep looking in the book and it says that it's printed, printed uh, in City of Industry, California. That is maybe an hour, depending on traffic. Yes, here in Los Angeles, but it could be minimum an hour or more from my house. But it happened at that time that I had an accounting client in that same city. So I said, okay, because, listen, I'm talking about when we didn't have GPS <laughs> okay, or, or, or things like that. So um, I'm talking about you know, trying to find this place, you know, in the maps. Remember the printed maps we used to carry in the in the cars. So it wasn't very easy to find the place because also, but, but when I finally find it, it was this huge industrial plant. Um, and then after, you know, I found out that they uh, built like precision, um, things like microscopes and things like that. And then I found out that the mission of the company was to distribute these teachings of the Buddha books in all languages, in all hotels around the world, so travelers like me could take the book with them. <laughs> yeah. So I, I could have taken the book with me. I, I thought that was, that was stealing, so, okay. But anyway, I had to go through this because that was very important for me. And I'll tell you why. Uh, first of all, I said, what do I have to lose? I'm here, you know, it took me some time to find a place. I'm going to go down and, and ask. So I went and I said, there was a Buddhist temple here before? And the guy that I asked looked at me like crazy, yes? But there was a guy walking, uh, uh, you know, just coming uh, that way. And he said, yes, yes, come here, you know? And he takes me within, you know, this industrial plant to a room with huge, you know, um, uh, bookshelves uh, where they had all these teachings of the Buddha books in all languages. So they, they told me, and they told me that the mission of this company was that. Why they were they wanted to make money, okay, doing what they did, because the mission was to be able to transmit the Buddha's teachings, okay? And I'll tell you in that moment why also it was very important to me. It was the time that I had the radio and the TV shows in here in uh, in in Los Angeles for the Spanish community. And I was putting a lot of my own money, you know, in that. That is another uh, story for another day of everything that I learned with that. 
But um, many times I say, why do I have to pay for this? You know, <laughs> why I don't get paid to do it, you know? But then I realized, you know, I had the profession that I had of being a tax accountant because that profession is what it gave me the opportunity, first of all, to invest in all the seminars that I took um, uh, with Ijaliakala, the traveling that I did with Dr. Ijaliakala, um, and also to be able to transmit this or even publish my own books or things like that. And all that, all the money came because of my profession as a tax accountant. So I said, now I know why I'm doing this, you know? So that makes total sense. Why do I do what I do? It's because this allows me to do that, what I really have to do, okay? So I think this is important for you to consider, to kind of ponder in your life where you are and what you are doing, or maybe what you should be doing, or, you know, or, or something that you find that you can connect and you said, aha, Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah, because many times we, we feel like it's not fair or that we are victims or things like that. Yes. So anyway, they run the business to support the publication, Grainy says. Exactly. Published in U.S. by a company making parts. Exactly. Yeah. It was, I, hold on, because Grainy is, is writing in, in parts. Okay, so anyway. Okay, so I don't know, published in U.S. by a company making parts. So they were published. They, I'm guessing, Grainy, you are asking me about the, the teachings of the Buddha. Actually, I have it here, the books. Okay. This is uh, the Spanish, but I have the English too, yeah? So this is the, this is the famous book that I, that I found in, okay, that then I bought here. And then in, I used to sell them in my radio show. Because when I had the, the programs, you know, and I would read from books or things like that, and people say, where can we find, you know? And so I started selling the books that I was reading from. And then, uh, you know, years later came my first book, the, the Easiest Way. So I hope this was clear. Okay. So, but the, the, the company that published these books, okay? This is the, the, the company that was here in the city, the city of industry in Los Angeles that they dedicated to something else to make money and did the teachings of the Buddha as a mission. You know, they made money to be able to distribute this. But they did my, microscopes and other precision uh, uh, apparatus or how they, whatever. You got it. Okay, well, you want to know what he said? The book. Okay. <sighs> okay, the book says, He who is influenced by his likes and dislikes cannot understand the significance of the circumstances and tends to despair before them. He who is detached understands perfectly the circumstances, and for him, all things are new and significant. Later on, it says, happiness follows sadness. Sadness follows happiness. But when one 
no longer discriminates between happiness and sadness, the good and the bad, one is capable of offering oneself. Isn't it amazing? When I read that, I said, I have to put it in my book. Actually, when I did my uh, that trip, I was working on my book. You know, the book wasn't finished, but I was already, you know, in the process, yeah, of uh, kind of finishing up and things. Green said, no, I remember reading the story. Okay. Okay, so nothing is what it seems. The intellect cannot know. Its understanding is limited. However, there is a part of us that does know. The difference between intellectual understanding and that innate wisdom that we have is similar to the one that exists between standing on a chair, looking around and thinking that we are seeing everything, and standing at the top of a mountain and seeing the whole picture. Again, because the intellect is, oh, yes, I know, I know. Let me think about it. I'll tell you what is right. We prefer to talk with our psychologists or with our neighbors instead of talking to God. Remember? I think we talked about that last week, yes? When Ikaliakala tuned in because he heard a noise and he saw God in a rocking chair, yes? And asked God, what are you doing? And God said, oh, I have so much time because, you know, nobody wants to talk to me. People want to talk to the psychologists and their neighbors. We have, we have permanent access to all this knowledge, to all this wisdom that is inside of us, but we prefer to stand on a chair and spout opinions, make judgments, and express our point of view because that is what we learn to do. We are addicted to this manner of operating. Nevertheless, we can always choose what to do and how to react when a situation appears that we consider problematic. The following story uh, beautiful illustrates this concept. Okay, and here comes another story. This book is plenty with those kind of stories, like the farmer, you know, with the with the horse and everything. But now you have to go and finish, yeah, get the book. <laughs> I'm finished reading. And you have the, that other story that is very good, the donkey that falls in a, in a hole. Um, happy Easter to all, Christine. Yes, thank you. Thank you. The same to you. I hope everybody's having a, a wonderful weekend. Um, happy Passover. Happy Easter to, to everybody. Um, I really, really appreciate you are, uh, you are here. Uh, so again, New Jersey. Oh, we have to do the breathing yet. But uh, remember, New Jersey, uh, July 9th. So if you are interested for us to do it bilingual and put a translator to, to do the English, uh, please write to us. Go to mabelcast.com, the part of events, the calendar part, okay? And if you want to participate in, in our monthly class, Overcoming Addiction Through Ho'oponopono, mabelcats.com forward slash QA. 
Uh, by the way, I don't know if I said, you know, Instagram. Oh, yes, you have to put me as your favorite if you want to keep seeing me, okay? Uh, as you see, I already have problems transmitting on my Facebook. So we never know. Because whatever is good for mental, spiritual, or physical for us is kind of prohibited right now. I don't know if you realize that, okay? So, you know, things are happening. Okay, but we are here because we can do it, okay? Uh, and because we are preparing ourselves, yes? And because this is an amazing opportunity to, to ascend, to elevate, to change our timelines, uh, our, you know, reality and everything. I mean, remember, you are doing it. You are creating it, okay? So, um, again, New Jersey, important, the Q&A. If you want me to do more trainings, for example, tomorrow we start with the coaching, uh, finding your uh, purpose for a small group of uh, 20 people in Spanish. Uh, but the last things that I offered in English didn't have that much um, uh, quorum. So, you know, uh, again, I follow the, I go with the flow. You know, I don't force anything. So whatever, you know, I have to be or who has to be there, I mean, I it's not up to me. Okay, guys, let's do the breathing. Uh, some of you said, yeah, I know, Mabel. <laughs> but we always have new people. Thank God. Thank you. Welcome. Okay. So back straight, feet on the floor, three fingers together, these three fingers. But then I interlock it to form the infinity sign. And I put it on the legs or whatever comfortable. When we do this, breathing is a Ko'oponopono tool. When I do this, I just have to breathe and count. We inhale and exhale through the nose. And the way we do it is we inhale and we count seven. We pause for seven. We exhale for seven. We pause for seven. And we say that's one time. We do that seven times, okay? Inhaling and exhaling through the nose. So I inhale, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I hold, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I exhale, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I hold, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's one time we do that seven times. If you are in a safe place, that means you are not driving, okay? If you are driving, that's not a safe place. We close our eyes, okay? Let's do it.
Thank you, guys. Lady D.S. D.S. I posted when he passed away. The, the funny thing is a lot of people say, you're not going to do a celebration or something about Dr. Hewlin. I've been celebrating him <laughs> for many years. I always mention. Today, I think I mentioned it just reading a couple of times. He's always part of my training. He's always been part of my trainings. And I always celebrated him. But we did post it something when when uh, when he passed away but thank you for bringing him because i mean i i always lately i have a squirrel the other day i was giving a class in spanish and i said this squirrel is sitting there you know and when i started talking to this for about the squirrel the squirrel turned around and looked at me and so some people said oh i maybe it's your mother you know or something like that and i said no maybe it's dr ijaliakala that he's been he's been visiting and, um, and and somebody said, I just checked with the pendulum. Yes, it's Dr. Ijaliakala. <laughs> okay, thank you for bringing him here too. Thank you, because the squirrel show up today too. Okay, guys, the piece of eye, thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for joining. It is my pleasure. Uh, what book I was reading, my first one, This Is Way, special edition. This book became... This was my first book. I'm going to show you. Um, I mean, I'm going to show it to you in Spanish, but it was the same in English. But my first book looked like this. <laughs> yeah, the easiest way. Then became like this, same in, in English. Okay. And then became the special edition because we added an appendix that is uh, the easiest way to understanding Ho'oponopono. Okay. So, thank you for asking. I mean, well, this one in English, the easiest way. Um, thank you for asking, sick. Okay, so again, thank you so much. I'm going to say goodbye with a piece of eye. Next Saturday, I won't be able to be here. I will try to connect some other time, but I, I don't want to promise because also I start with my coaching things and I don't know if it will be Sundays or not to accommodate uh, everybody. So, um, let me see if I have to announce something else here. Somebody's writing. Okay, wonderful. So, um, thank you, the peace of eye. And again, happy Passover, happy Easter. Uh, the peace of eye says, peace be with you, all my peace, the peace that is I, the peace that is I am. The peace for always, now and forever and evermore. My peace I give to you, my peace I live with you. Not the world's peace, but only my peace, the peace of I. Um, I'm, I'm getting to, to tell you. Okay. Um, I'm, I, I'm to remind you that attachments are never... Good, and that's something that Ijaliakala taught me. Okay, attachments are never good to anything or anybody. And one of the things he had shared with me, he says, When Morna passed away, I'm sure she worked on all of us. <laughs> there is the square. Um, I'm sure that she worked on all of us because when she passed away, for us, was okay, Morna passed away. 
you know she says she probably cut all the cords with us because again attachments are not good and remember when when we said you know how important it is uh to be able to to let go people okay and and uh, don't hold on to them um and that's why i did two very important classes in spanish one was um about fears yeah from from uh, love to fear and the other one was about let's talk about death and uh, and that was more the, the let's talk about death was more about how to enjoy life how to realize how to have death as a teacher yes and how we are missing life because of that because of maybe some fear of what we think that death is so having it always present, yes, uh, because everything is so relative when we say this is important or this really hurts me or this is really bad. And those were very important uh, classes in Spanish. Okay, guys, I love you. Thank you. And have a wonderful weekend. Thank you. And a, a wonderful week too. Bye.